Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. (laughs) (laughs) Look in my eyes, what do you see? It's Jay, Troy and Big Tasty. Hello, welcome to the news podcast. We we, we are the real cult of personality. Uh, We are the real cult of personality uh, for no reason on this day of all days, uh, Friday. Not not on this day, mate. That was last year, mate. We've done that. Yeah, um, that's so 2020. That there's no no reason whatsoever on August the 20th, 2021, that we would be making some kind of living color reference at all. Don't worry about it; it's fine. Um, yeah, so we're here to talk about the news. How are we, fellas? Why, uh, mate? Jay, with regards to this, today's news, would you say that it's clever into? Um, I, I'd say that some of this news is the best in the world. If you're, um. I'd say we're the best in the world at covering news. Um. <laughs> Why is everyone so excited about Ryback coming? I'm, I'm just gonna, just gonna take this moment to randomly plug Pepsi. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like it might be a good opportunity to try and get a sponsorship deal. Um, Pepsi, Pepsi, specifically Pepsi Max, mate. If you're out there, hit us up. Give me that. Get, get me that. Get me that free not, none, of, none of this new Pepsi logo either. Like the classic, no, no. classic Pepsi logo. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no reason whatsoever. Uh, go buy AJ Lee's book. Uh, anyway, <laughs> shall we? Uh, Fuck's sake. Can we get into some news, fellas? Uh, oh god. Fightful have given an update on Becky Lynch. Uh, many WWE fans and WWE itself hope for Becky Lynch to return, and Fightful have learned that. A little more, a little bit. Uh, sorry, Fightful have learned a little bit more about her training process. She's been training at Seth Rollins' uh, wrestling school, the Black and the Brave Academy, as far back as May, and uh, that they are known to train together as well. So they could just be them just training and getting back into like ring shape after obviously giving birth. Um, and another source said that every time they've seen her, she looks ring ready based on drills she's done in front of other people. WWE sources have reiterated to Fightful, however but they aren't sure when Becky is set to return, but that they're operating on the assumption that she will this summer regardless. What, Whenever that happens um, remains to be seen, and WWE is being way more quiet about this than many of their other returns. She's coming back this weekend, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It has to be, doesn't it? Like you know, you, you, they, they, know they, they, they know what's coming down yeah. the pipeline tonight. She's, she's staring down whoever wins Sasha and Bianca, isn't yeah. she? I feel like we're getting Belair and Becky at SummerSlam. Uh, yeah. I mean, Series, rather. If, if, if not here, what the fuck else are you saving for? Hmm. Like fucking yeah. Saudi? No. <laughs> well, maybe if they're doing Queen in the Ring there and she comes More in as the, the last entrant. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, she could, be, 
should could be the seed for the final. And ends up doing what they do, what they did at the Rumble, where Lana got injured. They needed someone to replace her. She came down, and what's his what? name? Used all of his 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 backstage sway to inject her into the Rumble. Thinly, thinly that was it. <laughs> what what if, what if the um what if they do it like a, a street fighter thing where like they have the final and then Becky comes in like a Kuma and just like wipes out someone. <laughs> I wiped out Charlotte Flair. <laughs> as long, yeah, as long as you got Robert Stone dressed as Vega again, that's fine. Yeah, you've got, you've, you've got like literal Zelina Vega there, haven't you? So yeah, that's it. She has, she has entered in Vega game before. She yeah. has, she has in the rubble, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Becky for me, Becky's coming back this weekend. I, I think so. Like yeah. in what I know, I know they want it. It's just one of these things. They want like a swerve for the sake of a swerve, don't they? Like they want like to surprise people, and everyone's obviously thinking it's going to be the wrong uh, SummerSlam. Well, but it's fucking SummerSlam. Like what? If, mean, if not, like I said, if not now, when? When? You, mm. what, what? What even is the next pay per view? Fucking Survivor Series. Or is it? Is there no like beat? Like they'll probably be something. Like they do. Yeah, there'll be a B. I don't know what though at this because Helen herself's usually at the back end of the year, and they're giving us that early. Extreme yeah. Rules, I think, is the next one. Oh. All right. Oh, so, I mean, they're not, like, with all respect to Extreme Rules, they're not waiting for Extreme Rules. They're not hanging on for Extreme Whoa. Rules. TLC is December, show? isn't it? The horror show. It is. He's, he's going to come back and, like, fucking. I mean, last year's Tag you'll never see it coming. <laughs> and to be fair, we didn't see Roman returning coming, so. Yeah. No. Maybe they'll, uh, maybe they'll put a little bit of smoke, but no fire for Becky returning. Or they're just gonna go. Here's Becky because that's something else that might happen this weekend. Um, unrelated. I'm talking about Walter the Throne and Ilya Dragunov, of course. No, Ilya the Throne, Walter the Throne team. Yes, boy. Um, yes, boy. Uh, next up, according to a report by PW Insider, multiple sources within WWE noted that there were doubts over Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair appearing for their match at SummerSlam this weekend. In an update, however, both me- uh, both women were cleared. I heard a couple of things about this that apparently it wasn't going to happen for whatever reason, and I'm still a bit confused as to why exactly that swarmed around. It's weird, well, isn't it? It, like, it? it must. I mean, booking shows in this era must be horrendous because you've basically got to keep your performance in like hermetic bubbles, like because mm. anyone can get COVID so easily, and that just takes you off. It, it, it just, it just. There's no, there's no like quick recovery. There's no like, oh, you can recover from any injury a little bit quicker and maybe be all right, or you can wrestle a bit hurt. You just yeah. can't be around anyone for ten days, and like yeah. that's it. You just fucked on. There's yeah. nothing you can do. Nothing at all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's there's been a few like weird things with clearing, isn't there? Like obviously Ember Moon last week, they wouldn't clear her after she had like a dental procedure. Um, really? Yeah, that was why she got pulled off NXT because she'd have like it's in the news, mate, further down. Don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And Kashid this week got pulled and for just a random reason as well, because he wasn't medically cleared. So and he oh. he, he kind of tweeted something out saying he's disappointed about it and all that. So I don't know. Maybe, Seems maybe, like they're just not taking any risk whatsoever with it, it would, anything. It, it feels weird that this week of all weeks, all of a sudden, WWE's medical team are really fucking up in the game. <laughs> Just no coincidence whatsoever this week of all weeks. <laughs> medical team all of a sudden just decide to fucking be And maybe behaving a, bit, maybe behaving a bit more responsibly. Yeah. Because <laughs> Walter's not, about... Not just <laughs> giving um, profit out to people and saying just deal with it, you'll be fine. There's no Z-Packs this week. So, so have a, a mid-strength beer and a Panadol. Get over it. 
<laughs> That's the same as you'll be fine. Uh, right, so next up, moving on, keeping on with um, with SummerSlam and with other possible news, um, WrestleVotes has basically tweeted that sources states not to expect a, quote, reactionary move if, or more likely when, CM Punk arrives on a tweet rampage tonight, as of recording. Uh, obviously, this will be twenty less than 24 hours, really, prior to the start of SummerSlam, which is WWE's second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Um and yeah, it remains to be seen whether or not that is utter, utter bullshit. I mean, in the interview, since this was since this was posted, and between then and now, they've sent Roman onto a BT Sports podcast to literally bury CM Punk. Jesus, yeah. and they've had like guys like Peter Rosenberg and like some of the other like contributors like going, "Oh yeah, well, Punk's good, but he's not as good as Cena or The Rock." It's like, why is that even a fucking conversation? Like, why why are we doing this like now? Like. None of them are full-time wrestlers. Why are we um why are we having this conversation? Mm. It's fucking nonsense. Just just keep his name out your mouth. It's fine. Yeah. Just don't, if, don't that's, worry about that's it. The thing as well. If you want people to not give a shit about punk, don't bring Don't up say punk. his fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Um I I think they're really scared. Not, not, maybe not so much Vince, because Vince is a bit like, Vince isn't scared. Vince. I think people I think people in the company are terrified there's gonna be a same punch chance as them. I yeah well I, I know um there was something that come out a couple of weeks ago that uh, Fox and USA were both like really really panicking that Punk and Brian might have time with AEW and WWE like oh it's fine it's like are you fucking sure <laughs> it's that meme isn't it with like the guy sat in the room on fire drinking a coffee nah that's NXT mate um, <laughs> but no I I, I, I I honestly I honestly feel like the um, the Lashley Goldberg match is getting sent out to die in that respect. Oh Jesus! Like that's, think, that's, that's the one. That's the one. All... I'd be, I, that's the one I'd be looking at if the, if the crowd are going to turn on it. It's gonna I think that, that might get more. We want Wyatt Chance though, because the Fiend. Well, can you tell us uh, in a minute? You may be hearing some more about the Fiend. Indeed. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so PW Insider have reported that WWE have attempted to reach out to Hall of Famer and Honorary Inner Circle member. I can tell who put this in here. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> to do voiceover work for SummerSlam's <clears throat> open package. But we're unsuccessful. Megan The Stallion, Troy's favourite rapper, um, is another fucked. celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> another celebrity who uh, WWE hopes to bring in for SummerSlam. But that plan also failed perfectly. In this case, WWE thought it was a done deal, but they were told last weekend that nothing is happening. That is like, not- like, like, um, like Adam Cole's contract, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, apparently, we'll, well, we'll, yeah. we'll be able to know about that contract by how long Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole goes for. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes um, to two apart- falls to co- so O'Reilly don't even get the cage down. <laughs> uh, so apparently, they also tried to get Cardi B, um, but obviously she is well pregnant and was like nah I'm not doing it so nah yeah well, she didn't she agree to do it like round mania time it was, there was a, a story ages ago wasn't it that she was going to be, she was gonna be more involved it. but then yeah, obviously she's pregnant <clears throat> and she didn't want to you know maybe she didn't maybe want to take her, her unborn child um, to a stadium with like spread thousands, of, <laughs> thousands and thousands of people who may or may not have COVID so <laughs> <laughs> you know that's probably quite clever yeah that makes sense uh, isn't there some DJ they've got there? We're talking about it on yeah, the Discord the the day. The, they got a DJ who even Aaron thinks is a bit shit. 
And like that, so, <laughs> and so, Aaron listens to DJ Bad Boy. So, yeah. uh, so make is, that what you will. I'll tell you now, it's Valentino Khan. No relation to Tony. Nick Khan's nephew. Nick Khan's nephew. Quick, we need Megan the Stallion. Can't get her. We need Cardi B. Can't get her. Oh, my my nephew's a DJ. I'm getting him to spin a couple of tunes. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, Aaron said he was quite a good DJ in 2017, 18. Now, I couldn't tell you. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. So, anyway, I'm coming in hot today. I'm all all hyped up on on CM Punk Mania. Um, Been on the uh, Pepsi Clear, Pepsi Crystal. (laughs) Pepsi Crystal. Um, so yeah, this is this is obviously WWE doing nothing reactionary to counter program for SummerSlam. Nope. Um, just 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 desperately fucking blow it up, um, Megan Thee Stallion's DMs. <laughs> Maybe Next up, Steiner after she had that picture with Bianca Belair. <laughs> Next up, uh, friend of the podcast, Andrew Zarian uh, of Matt Men Podcast, revealed that King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring tournaments will take place in October, with the finals taking place. In Saudi Arabia on October the twenty first. Uh, I mean, on the one hand, I have to commend. I mean, <laughs> I'm making a weird face here. I have to commend the Saudi Arabian like sports, whatever the fuck it's called. Like they have like a sports like committee government. government. Yeah, board. so like for booking the final of a women's tournament in a um, in a country where they're not like legally allowed to drive. Yeah. So you yeah. know that's that's progress, maybe progress. The, it is progress. Uh, they are they are legally allowed to drive now, aren't they? Oh, they did the whole thing on the um, on the first one they did, where it was definitely not a propaganda video at all. And it's like, oh look, we we let we let women do things yeah, now. Where it's like women are allowed to drive now. It's like yeah, yeah, they've been allowed to drive here for fucking ages. No, we, no, we're not. Let's not go crazy, man. We ain't talking about voting. But... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you know what I mean. It was like when when Michael Cole, every chance he got was like, "What the wonderful progressive society in the beautiful city of Jeddah." <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, Michael, fucking read it in me. <laughs> I'm glad we're getting Queen of the Ring. I'm disappointed that the finals are in Saudi. Why don't they just have a if, if we're looking for a filler pay per view between SummerSlam? And Survivor Series, give us King and Queen of the Ring as a as a yeah. as a B level pay per view. Yeah, you, you know what you know what else. But all that you? all that all that all that Saudi money's already in, mate, and they need to do something for it. So, no. yes, just make when sure you, when, when you dance with the devil, you, you wait for the song for stuff, don't you? So, <laughs> yeah. Um, one one thing that does worry me though is with the King of the Ring finals taking place in Saudi Arabia. Woods better get his crown. But oh, I don't fucking best do. I'm I, I don't think off. Gonna, you know for a fact Shane McMahon's going to win that tournament now. Well, ain't gonna, you ain't going to get no fucking Sami Zayn there, are you? So, Shane, no. no. Shane no. McMahon's going to Shane McMahon's going to go full Akuma and just kick Woods out the top five. Beat <laughs> <laughs> him in the first round, mate. Just don't even get to Saudi. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if Woods comes out in M. Bison gear in the final, I'll start panicking. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll genuinely panicking. <laughs> if he comes out in Akuma gear, though. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know it's on. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Is it me next? It is, mate. Oh, I get this nice little little cool one. I guess WWE has confirmed that Survivor Series is officially taking place in Brooklyn on November 21st. Nice. 
So where I do they run? It's the, where, Barclay, the Barclay it's, Center. It's, it's, it can be Barclay Center. That's a bit small for a main pay-per-view, isn't it? That's normally like an NXT level. Um, oh, they've done, no, Summer they've done SummerSlam there for a few years running. Are they? Yeah, like maybe three years running it was at the Barclay Center. When, I, I, yeah, I, when I, walked, did. I walked past it last year and it did not look that big from the outside, but apparently yeah. it is. Yeah. When, when they did their takeover Brooklyn, they do it in the Barclay Center the day after. Is that where the Brooklyn basketball? Is that where the Brooklyn basketball <clears throat> boys play? The Brooklyn Nets, yes. The Nets. I, I wasn't confident on the name, so I, I, I held off. Neither were they. That's why they called them the Nets. Yeah, they were like, well, what have we got? Um, um, and floor, also New, New York floor, bench, <laughs> no post hoop net net. There we go. <laughs> also New York Liberty, which is the women's basketball team. Oh, nice. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 New York Liberty. That's a great name, to be fair. New York Liberty, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, holds 19,000, so, yeah, not a bad capacity. Um, Dwayne might show up, mightn't he? He's going to show up, isn't he? He's probably going to show up. Probably going to show up. <laughs> they, they, need, they need to do sort of something fucking hell. That, that might be why they're saying The Rock and John Cena are such big deals all of a sudden. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, moving on. Speaking of locations for pay-per-views, Fightful has learned that the front runner for the Royal Rumble 2022 is St. Louis, Missouri. It should be noted that as a month ago, though, those they spoke to within WWE were under the impression that would be the end game. However, until the venue and city is officially announced, it isn't a guarantee. There have been specula- speculation by several within WWE that Seattle had been considered but they haven't confirmed that whatsoever. WWE only today, well, at time of uh, this was being posted, only then announced that Survivor Series for Brooklyn was official and hadn't even announced the pay-per-view title for December yet. Uh, one of the more interesting notes about the Royal Rumble is that there has been significant internal discussion about it actually happening in early February for the first time in its history. Again, until WWE actually announces anything, not on the set in stone. That's interesting because like early February puts it right in the um, in the window Super of the Bowl Super Bowl, yeah. The Super yes. Bowl, the superb owl, the superb um, owl. Sports would, weekend. Would, would they go back to Seattle w- without Daniel Bryan? Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> for a rumble as well, a match where you know. Uh, to th- be fair, Seattle's fans aren't going to fucking shit over it like Chicago, for example, would like yeah, bury them with punk fan chance. Mm. I don't see a move in the Rumble. Like, you see a move, like, they moved Hell in a Cell and stuff like that. Fine. They nearly they moved, the, like, you. They what? They nearly moved it to February this year. Did they? Because of uh, COVID tests. Yeah, but that's because of COVID. Yeah, but, you know, maybe maybe because they've had the discussion, they've gone, oh, maybe it's a good idea to do it this, this weekend instead. Mm. Put it in perspective, um, the Super Bowl is on Vince's- February 13th. Vince isn't okay. crazy enough to go head to head with the Super Bowl, is he? Well, no. So interestingly, he said early February, so there's nothing. There's never anything on the week before the Super Bowl. So like the playoff finals are two weeks before. Then you have the you have the Pro Bowl, which got cancelled last year because of COVID. Hmm. Just flying everyone out to an island in the middle of nowhere, and play putting to go football in a pandemic is a really bad idea. Um, <laughs> and, because it's always in Hawaii, um, and then. Yeah, so if they do it like in that little lull, so the week before, like the first, the first week of February, that could be an option, maybe. Um, mm. I'd love it because as someone who sells a lot of beer during the Royal Rumble, I'd like to have a time to make it. Yeah, yeah. So, extra week or two. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's it's not like it's months away or anything, mate. No, but like three weeks is three weeks, isn't it? You know. 
Yeah, true. <laughs> Moving on, Russell votes claims that WWE has started discussions about doing quote off-site events next year with ideas including Raw on the Roof, Hammerstein Ballroom, and festival shows. I imagine this is off the back of the thing they did at um, Rolling, Loud. Rolling Loud a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, that went so well for them. Uh, that, that crowd was so invested. You could hear them cheering. They didn't look at like like they were. They didn't. They didn't look invested at all. But, they, but the, the, the noise, the, the noise, the noise was there. Yeah, the, the cheers was there for sure. <laughs> just give oh, us, man. just give Definitely us a fuck. Give us a button. Just give us a fucking NXT take NXT UK takeover at download. At town, I was gonna say, just give us takeover UK a download. That will smash it. That that's how you do it. Yeah. Do or even do maybe a main roster guy or like a couple of NXT NXT Prime guys over for the card as well. Yeah. You have to get get a bit of interest so loads of people go what go watch it. Fucking bang. Yeah. Um, I like that they're thinking outside the box a little. It's it's a bit different. Like it could end up being shite. I don't know, but it's. I I hope this all culminates in um in Drew McIntyre body slamming Jinder Mahal on the USS Intrepid. Just like <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 just Drew McIntyre legitimately throwing Jinder into Loch Ness. <laughs> <laughs> call it like call, like call it like fucking Loch and Load or something. And like... <laughs> Have the, ring, have the ring on the fucking, like, out, like, banks of the, of the lock. Like on a jetty. <laughs> like one of those Japanese death matches on the island. Yeah. <laughs> well, gotta get, go out in, like, a little rubber dinghy. Resign re Braun and bring him back to Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> you, you've, just got, you've got, just got Drew instead of oars. He's just got two massive swords with, like, oars. <laughs> Jinder's got Veer and Shanky just paddling him over there while he's like, yeah. Literally just lashed to a boat. They're just doing like fucking front crawl to get him over there. Oh, fuck it out. Great. Do it. it. WWE, book it. Lock and load. In Do Scotland. it, <laughs> even, even just the cinematic match at Loch Ness, Drew vs. Jinder. Or just all around all of Scotland, and Drew tells Jinder a story at each one. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, just fucking webbing around Edinburgh Castle. <laughs> <laughs> Just brawling around the the grounds of Glam's Castle. Twat enough great rides, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking down for that. Uh, right, so last last main roster piece of news um, is uh, from the Ringer Wrestling Show. So according to them, former WWE writer Freddie Prince Jr. Remember him? He was in 24. He was. Um, <laughs> He's also top D&D player. He is a nice guy by all accounts. Um, so he wouldn't reveal everything. Obviously, he's, he's very well connected. He was last. He was last um, writing in about 2012, I think. He was last in the company. Mm. So he's, he's he's still got some connections there. And more importantly, he had a crossover with this, the person with Talking Earth. Uh, he wouldn't reveal everything he knows from his friend backstage. He's not revealing all his sources or all his all his tidbits. Um, he is the ultimate Aaron in this in this, in this capacity. Um, but he did indicate that uh, apparently Bray Wyatt butted heads creatively with Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn before his release because he wouldn't play ball. Uh, apparently, this is all to do with how his character was booked specifically. Mm. So basically, he, obviously, he took some umbrage to being told to fucking lay down for everyone. <laughs> yeah, think. <laughs> I mean, he's got this character that everyone loves and is invested in, and then Vince is like. I want you to do the job to this guy. I want you to do this instead. Oh, uh, let's give it to her. 
if, if okay. it's not it's not on the it's not in the in here, but if you read the article, there's also talk that there was a possibility that his loss to Goldberg was like punishment for not playing ball, not being a, a team player. Really? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. It's not on. Yeah. So they that's they were like, Yeah, we'll just get covered squash you in a fucking horrendous human rights country and like everyone's gonna hate it and it'll ruin your character. So bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was me, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Cool. Uh, to NXT now. Um mass tapings seem like they're gonna be a bit more of the norm for NXT. Um Fightful has learned that uh, NXT will be taping the Monday and Tuesday following NXT tape over this month as opposed to going live. Some fans and regulars have already been sent emails to request their spots on the tapings. And the most recent set of NXT shows had some live, some tape. A friend of the podcast, Matt Men Pro, uh, Pro Wrestling's Andrew Zarian reported that USA executives are not pleased with WWE pre-taping so many episodes of NXT. It's unclear how long they plan to do this, but one source store stated that a tape show is not what we paid for. He went on to say that this is not a confirmation that NXT will turn into a tape show, but the company is planning to tape the next three weeks of television at once. Um, sake. Also, the, so a little bit of an update came out just, just before uh, we started recording that um, the partnership with uh, Full Sail and NXT has now actually expired. Um, and the reason they're doing tapings um, is one that we've all feared, guys. In that uh, Vince has seen the CWC and said, "Oh, it's a little bit dark. Let's uh, let's brighten it up and give it some new light and Ugh. a bit of a lick of paint." So gentrified NXT coming soon. Mm-hmm. See near you, Wild and Young, mate. It's back. Wild and Young. Get, where's Kurt, Where's Curtis Axel? Get him in here. <laughs> Get me Michael McGillicuddy. Where's Eli Cottonwood to talk about mustaches now? <laughs> we are wild and young, and they're all over six foot. Ah, that's a shame. Feels like beginning to the end. It was fun, wasn't it? it? NXT was good. It was alright, went for a bit. <laughs> Remember before, like AW and NXT was like the most exciting thing, and then WWE were like, "Oh, we need to fucking stop this," <sighs> and then they just basically made NXT raw light. Imagine killing imagine killing NXT to literally take two hundred thousand views a week of AW. Yeah. Pathetic. Anyway, moving on, sticking with more NXT news. Uh in an update on Ember Moon's situation, Fightful reported last week that she wasn't cleared for a match with Saray and she was pulled from it in favour of Dakota Kai. Ember Moon noted, however, that she wasn't injured, and WWE sources have indicated that Moon was still recovering from a dental procedure, and that kept her from getting cleared. NXT sources also indicated that she was willing to work despite that. Um, That's just pish. It must have been some hell of a dental procedure. I was going to say, what the hell has she had? And she must have had it, like, that day for them to Uh, go that. Can't do that. Unless you were like still under the fucking anesthetic, like in what world? Yeah, you wrestle. <laughs> mm. Yeah, strange indeed. Uh, another one, um, just insider. Is that is that PW, PW insider? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, PW insider claims that Scarlett is off WWE television right now because she is not <laughs> cleared. No, no details. No, um, you know, obviously in this in this area, you don't know what that means. She's obviously she's not ready to go. Um, Carrying Frost didn't die for this, did he? <laughs> no, he did not. I really oh, hope she joins him when he joins main roster. It well, feels like the, she's not, but 
the whole uh, thing apparently was that like they were going to have Cross go on a losing streak and just go mental, and then she was going to come in and basically like mm. rein him in. So it's really like a, She's like a figment of his rage, or something. Mm. Yeah. Don't know. Just shit in it. How about you just bring him up and have him beat people? Like, yeah, just literally do what they did at NXT, where they had to murder everybody, and it's fine. Remember when Kevin Owens came up and was just a badass, and everyone loved him. Yeah. Beat John Dean on his first fucking. And it's fair I mean, main roster. I mean, to be fair, like carrying cross ain't no Kevin Owens, but no. But you, still, if you want to make an impact with, but if you if you spent the, if you spent the last six months feeding the entire NXT roster to him, maybe let him have a few wins on main roster. <laughs> yeah, just a thought. Maybe, maybe don't have him lose to Jeff Hardy via a roll up in a minute and forty seconds on his first night. Fuck me! Don't keep saying it because it makes me really sad. <laughs> I very hard. I drink a lot to forget that. <laughs> Mate, I was watching it live. I had so much hope. I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, first roar in front of fans. They get this is the this is the turning point." And then now it's got worse. Somehow <laughs> they made it worse. <clears throat> Why do people lie? <laughs> um, speaking of um, speaking of NXT though, uh, Triple H has announced that NXT UK has partnered with Enfield Town FC for their twentieth anniversary shirt. The deal is a one-year agreement between the two parties and we'll see the NXT UK logo worn on the first team's home jersey and the w- women's reserve team home shirt as well. Amazing. It's £35 if anyone's interested. I'm getting very one. Nice shirt. I'm, I'm absolutely I've getting one. Have you? I mean, one this morning. Nice. I, w- I would get one if like, if not for the fact that men wearing football shirts is like big nonsense energy. But... Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I feel attacked there. Full kit wanker. You're getting a full kit, mate. You're getting the socks as well. Yeah. No, no, I'm just, get, I'm just getting the shirt. I'll get a full kit wanker, mate. <laughs> Gonna turn up with Weatherspoons. Get in the it. shirt. <laughs> Run in, grab someone's pint of carling off the bar, with the right John Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Shin pads and all, dickhead. <laughs> Run in, do a load of Sambuca, then play football like you look sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's pretty cool. The, the shirt's quite nice, actually. It looks um, it looks pretty good. It looks pretty nice, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a nicer version of Tramia Rover. It's got like a sash across the front, isn't it? And then like a blue sash. The logo in the middle. Oh, Very yeah. nice. Uh, should we talk about some AEW? Yeah. Yeah, they've had a quiet week. Let's, let's they have, it. yeah. Uh, first of all, congratulations are in order to Sammy Guevara, who proposed to his girlfriend of eight years, uh, called Pam, at this week's AEW <laughs> show in Houston, Texas. And she said yes. So yeah, lovely stuff. He talked on commentary about like, so I don't know an awful lot about Sammy's private life and obviously he keeps himself to himself apart from his vlog where you know he bears most things. Um, so that was a stupid statement. Um, but <laughs> he um, he credits her with uh, like being with him. He's obviously been with eight years, but his entire wrestling career pretty much. Yeah. Um, and so he credits her with a lot of, you know, his success and like being there, always been there for him, supporting him. And like he said, he, there was a lot of talk about like him wanting to like go on, obviously stay on the journey with her. And he, he said like words to the effect like he never wants to have to find out what it's like to be on this journey by himself. And that's one of the reasons he wanted to get married. So yeah, very nice. sweet, very lovely, and yeah, and and um, during his match with Sean Spears, um, Sean when he made a joke about wanting to do a sex with her before the match, Sean Spears did because he's a creepy pervert, and um, then he was trying to like creep on it during the match, and Sammy kept like nailing him on the outside. So they, 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 they and then afterwards they had a big hug and everything. That's she she hugged she hugged Sammy after the match when he was covered in Sean Spears' blood, and that's true love. You marry that yeah. woman. <laughs> Sammy Guevara having need Sean Spears in the face so hard that he started pissing blood out of his eye. 
Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> you marry the you marry, you, you, marry, you marry the woman who'll still hug you when you're covered in a creepy sex chair pervert blood. Sex yeah. chair pervert. <laughs> oh Christ. Yeah, pervert. That's that's gonna be a t shirt. <laughs> uh, right, keeping with AEW. Um Chris Jericho, remember him? Well, maybe, maybe, maybe active AEW wrestler. We don't know yet of things, uh, revealed on his podcast that the Blood and Guts match almost happened in his backyard. He, he, quote, he said, quote, when the lockdown started, at one point, we were still thinking about maybe doing Blood and Guts last year and there was nowhere to do it. I was like, why don't we do it in my backyard and do one of kind of those Enoki Sato Island deathmatch things? There's plenty of room here. That's the thing. There's a different backyard version here than you would what you would have done back in the day. So obviously he's trying to like scratch the comparison to like actual backyard wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah. By that by that account, like talking Germania. <laughs> I was say he could have done it on that fucking Carney Luke Gallows's uh, palatial estate. Yeah. <laughs> Carney. Um so Daniel yeah himself. So obviously this was in, this was in relation to the original Blood and Guts plan for last year, which eventually became the Stadium Stampede. Mm. Um obviously they couldn't do it. They didn't want to do it at the time because they couldn't oh, it's just, this was it's been so weird to think about like they're sort of truncated and it's happened in all promotions like what's happened and like because obviously when when lockdown started and the pandemic started everyone thought it would be like a few weeks or a month or two maybe and so every, everyone started put, tried to put everything on hold didn't they and then it became very apparent that like this wasn't going to be a, a like a, a brief thing and then yeah sort of begrudgingly they have to put these because you can only spin plates for so long and they have to put all these programs into place anyway mm-hmm. and so we ended up getting blood and guts without you know without which was blood and guts in AW, that wasn't a full crowd was it uh, it was 50, I think. Yeah, so they yeah. they, they, they had it, it was a, it was the biggest crowd they'd done to that point. But they they held it off for like over a year, mm-hmm. or just yeah. under a year. Sorry, because they did well, like the same chapter two the next the next couple of weeks, didn't they? So it was literally like the first. It was meant to be the first Daily's play show, wasn't it? That was meant to be the uh, yeah. the show the Brody and Matt Hardy debuted on was meant to be. Yeah, that was that was meant to be the New York show. Yeah, yeah, just crazy like to think how different that show could have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been interesting. I mean, I don't know. What, I've seen obviously during the start of of lockdown when they were like when they were literally doing whatever the fuck they could. Jericho did a couple of like social media things like from his house, didn't he? When he couldn't travel. Yeah. Uh, on 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 Dynamite, it was like BTE just took over Dynamite for a week. It was great because um, they did like the inner circle doing like the like the fucking Dude, beat that they were like. Dances. Yeah, it was fun. It was really good fun, and like Jericho was. It was. Like, Jericho was just cutting like mad, been on the wine since like 10 a.m. promos. Furious <laughs> <laughs> about having orange juice spilt on his air cabinet. Yeah, um, so it was, it was really fun. And we, we got to see a bit of his house and like his, his great like collection of dogs that were really, really quite sweet. Um, so yeah, it certainly seems like it would have been big enough to host an event, um, which would have been pretty cool. But yeah, it's, maybe in the future, we'll, we'll see something at uh, Casa del Jericho. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm still waiting on talking Chapman Mania 3, though. Like, Gallows needs to fucking pull his finger out his ass. Do it. Right, here you go. Do it at Jericho's place. Do, do it. Do it at fucking Daly's place. What the? <laughs> nah, don't do it at Daly's place. It's too nice in a, a venue yes. for that. Yeah, I'd hate to have to exercise the place afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> deep, deep clean. <laughs> the, the idea of the Nature Boy Paul Lee debut, uh, making an entrance at Daly's place, accompanied by Knox Teaster and Mark Jindra. Hurt <laughs> my soul. <laughs> Um, but I mean, it's like the wrestling club of salting the earth, isn't it? Um, speaking of two guys, though, who would definitely fit in on a talking shop of mania because they're so fucking awesome. Uh, 
Jericho also announced um, a little bit early because he put the podcast out too early. Um, that 2.0, the former Everise, have are in fact all elite. Um, and he mentioned in the introduction that their interview to the interview that the signing was a secret and that they didn't even talk about it on the episode, which had been recorded several weeks earlier. So on um, on 2.0's uh, the show on their YouTube channel. Um, they had like a countdown timer which expired the first episode of Rampage. So I, I, I assume they were probably like counting down to that as like the debut and then they just got brought in earlier and yeah. did the stuff. Um, fair play so, to them. So this was actually confirmed by Tony Khan last night, uh, UK time, yeah. about sort of nine, eight, nine o'clock. Yeah. Interestingly, so I, when this when this news broke, this news broke like two, two, like two or so days ago, didn't it? Uh, I I looked at it and I was like, oh right, maybe they're just like maybe because like I mean, remember when Cody was on unrestricted a while back, he talked about there being like different tiers of like signed in mm-hmm. AW and like from like initial like uh, what well, Nick Daniel Garcia is currently working with, he bring him in for a few dates, all the way up to like all elite is like the top tier, mm-hmm. like and that's like fully full time signed. And I was thinking, oh well, maybe they're just like in the middle tier, like somewhere you know where they're like going to use them a lot, but like they're not going to sign them like a yeah. full time deal. But then no, apparently there we go. It was just a little scheduling conflict, and they are in fact. Hashtag all elite. So happy. Yeah. I mean, I spoke to this. I spoke about this with you guys before we start recording. But like, if you told me at the start of 2021 that Everise would fucking put Sting through a table on Dynamite <laughs> later in the year, <laughs> I, I would tell you to fuck right off. Basically, you're chatting pish. Because <laughs> I mean, this, this this is like the perfect, <clears throat> it's the prime example of a team being able to be themselves and like showing yeah. what they're truly worth. Because Everise had like. At one point, they had go away heat from me in, in, in WWE. Yeah, same. And they, they were starting to like really come into their own. And they were doing a lot more on TV when they were released in NXT. It's, that's what was so weird about it. Because I remember when it happened, we were like, wait, Everise? Really? <laughs> They've literally, like, they'd literally not long signed new deals. They, they were doing like some really entertaining stuff on TV and on like the, their air Twitter account and that. And I was like, okay, these guys are, are going to be very entertaining mm. if you kind of stick the course of them. So it was cool to see them like literally land on their feet in AEW. And as soon as it's up, they're signed. Um, As I was saying to you before uh, we started recording this, that um, 2.0 versus Sting and Darby Allen match was better than it had any right to be. It was so insane. It was was phenomenal. And for them as well, to to literally be brought in from nowhere and then literally within two weeks, they're on Dynamite fighting Sting. Yeah, like that's someone's obviously very high on them in the company, which is great. Sting's first uh, TNT match as well. Yeah, yeah. Sting's first TV match since against... like 2001 or something, is it? Since the last episode of Nitro. Fucking hell! I mean, what, 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 what a what a roller coaster of a year these two guys have had, and like I'm really happy for them, like because yeah. they've they, it's, it's proof that if you if you really work to get yourself over, there is there are companies out there where they will reward you for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't forget yeah, that there, there are. are. <laughs> Their YouTube channel as well as Essential View, and it's so funny. Hmm. Yeah, and they, and they brought them straight in on BTA as well, which is obviously the perfect place for them. They've they've took over the post show, haven't they? Yeah, or what the post shows? I don't know if it's the Dynamite one or the Rampage one, but they've took over. It was the Dynamite one last week. They, it was because it was um, Alex Abrahantes and Evil Uno, and then they just gate crashed it, and it was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So Congr- congratulations to Matt Lee and Jeff Parker, indeed. Hmm. Uh, 
Moving on, Fightful has spoken with multiple people involved with Warner Media and TNT, who spoke of the excitement about bringing CM Punk and noted that he'll have their promotional machine behind him upon his return. Fightful weren't told what exactly that would entail, but were told that TNT and Warner Media were both very aware of this. The same employees cited uh, expressed AEW running four shows over the next few weeks in the same market and selling the way that they did impress many within the company. One TNT source that spoke out about the situation said they were particularly excited about the United Center Chicago Bulls tie-in. I mean, first of all, this basically confirms CM Punk for tonight, doesn't it? <laughs> you know, Pretty much. I mean, when the network are talking about it, you know, it's yeah. done. Dude. Let, let's look at it this way. If the network thing are on it now, it, it would be, I don't like doing the whole WWE thing, but it would be a very WWE move to like go, <laughs> surprise, dickheads. <laughs> um, I mean, no, no, this, this is even worse than that. This would be like fucking Dixie Carter lying to fucking Spike TV <laughs> about Vince Russo working for the company. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew you'd fucking bring that up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, um, I mean, that that is a testament to itself. Obviously, that it isn't down to the whole Chicago Bulls tie-in thing that they do, that they do in the show tonight in Chicago. It's down to the fact that there was the possibility of a lockdown and Tony Khan was like, shit, we need to get him in front of Chicago. Do it <laughs> yeah. now. Like, all out might have to move, so like we need to get Punk in front of a big Chicago crowd like as quickly as we physically can. And they've they've sold it into a bigger uh, place. There, there's only, there's not many seats left, but they're basically like, well, it sold out yesterday, and then they released an extra 300 seats last night. Yeah, and the, those seats are $6 a ticket. Okay, so where like, are they? On the roof? <laughs> All right, so let's no, get on the plane. Get, Jay, get the ticket to Manchester Airport now. <laughs> we, could get the, we could get to you, Chicago. You, can, you can make it to Chicago for tonight. Yeah. It's, a, it's a five. No, no, it's a seven-hour flight. Seven it's a seven-hour seven hour flight. We'll get there for nine. Gives us, uh, gives us six hours to get to the show. That gives us time to get a pizza. And then pizza, go pizza, to the show. Smash a load of sodas. <laughs> deep dish, deep dish takes an hour to cook. So we just we get the deep dish ordered. We, we smash a load of Goose mate, Island, and then we just mate, get right to the show. It's twenty twenty one. We can fucking order it on the way on like as we're going through customs. It's fine. <laughs> order it when the plane switches down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> know, Chicago's airport's fucking infamous for being bad for getting through customs. We'll just do that. Chicago's airport's like a fucking city, mate. I once spent a ten hour layover there, and it was like yeah. I didn't see, I didn't see the same like built like stall twice. I walked around for ten <laughs> hours. Like, it's still things to say. I still didn't see everything. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. fucking enormous. Um, yeah, I mean, and one another thing to bring out of this is, I mean, I don't want to be like that guy. I mean, it's not fun to dunk on, you know, plates on things on the down. But fucking hell, the, the difference between this and like USA being like, well, give us more live shows, you pricks to NXT. Yeah. Like the diff, the difference in like network confidence <laughs> with yeah, these two yeah. of these two shows is like it's night and day. Yeah, I mean, I, I you've got to assume that should them. Um, should like this pull in good numbers that TNT are probably going to offer Rampage a second hour very quickly. Yeah. Which I'd be okay with. No. I enjoy, no need. I, I enjoy I, hour I, of Rampage though. I love the fact that it's just a bang, bang, three matches. That, that first episode was fucking awesome. It was so... It felt like it was like half an hour. It was like this. Yeah. Is and, and, the, and this week, Daniel Garcia is offering his body up to John Moxley. So that'll be fun. <sighs> Poor Daniel Garcia. Such a promising talent, he's about to get fucking actual murdered by John Moxley. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, it's it's all looking great for AEW. 
Sweden's about to come up Millhouse. <laughs> Sky is literally uh, anyway, yeah. Sky's literally the limit. One one thing we, we did not come up Millhouse for this week was Delphi Ford, apparently. And so according to Brian Zane from Wrestling with Regret, uh, she was forced to wrestle in some slightly unusual... I mean, if you watched the match, you might have noticed she wasn't wearing her usual attire. Uh, if you're going to be a bit different. Uh, she was forced wrestling... she wears when she's a manager. Well, yeah, she was forced to wrestle in slightly unusual circumstances because um, her luggage that detained her wrestling gear was lost by the airline when she arrived in Texas. Fuck, so who did she fly with? Fucking Wiz Air, Ryanair, some <laughs> nonsense like that. Ryanair, they just like lashing them over the over the top of the plane, like one of <laughs> on the fucking tail or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she basically had to improvise her ring attire. Um, and yeah, those those like those leather trousers did not look or pleather. Was it leather or pleather? They didn't look. Um, they didn't look particularly conducive to the the, the off that she kept going for. Put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and she, uh, she had like biker boots on as well, didn't she? She looked like literally, she like looked like not not uncomfortable, but she looked like she was like obviously struggling, trying to trying to do stuff that would be second nature if she was wearing like a wrestling boots and that. And she was like, "Oh, fuck me!" She, she wasn't fucking... moving. She wasn't moving as freely. Put it that way. Yeah, but to be fair, still a fan. Match was. I mean, to, to her to her and Thunder Rose's credit, they put on a good match um, yeah. despite the obstacles. And yeah. Um, maybe keep a spare one in the costume. Right? It's mad that like in 2021 wrestlers still are responsible <laughs> for bringing their own gear to shows. Yeah. Mm. Like you think they'd have like a big like wardrobe, like traveling wardrobe with like all of the costumes in and mm. like you, you just go there and be like, Oh yeah, that's like Moxie's jacket. That's like Penelope's gear. That's like, you know, whatever. You know, I don't know. You, you know for a fact Moxie just travels in his gear. Yeah, <laughs> he showers he, in it. He, he literally I, fucking arrives at the arena from like going to a bar for a couple of hours. I mean, I still maintain the pack. Get a cigarette, smoke some whiskey. <laughs> I think if you've got no, if you've got the right plane from from Newcastle to America, you just see Pack sitting there in his trunks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just doing a new brand. Just nah, Greg's Pat, crumbs in his lap. Pat, Pat <laughs> just walks from Newcastle to uh, to wherever, mate. Just walks just across the, the floor of the sea. breath and just comes out. <laughs> like a fucking Godzilla. Like a fucking kaiju. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of mad shit, should we talk about the rest of the world? Yeah, fucking it's been It's been a week, hasn't it? Jesus, oh, there's loads wow. So last weekend, um, me and Jay went to London and drank a lot of beer. And like while we were there, like all of the wrestling happened. Mm. So yeah. I, I didn't catch up on until like Literally this morning, I finally saw uh, Kenny and um, Kenny versus Andrade. Oh boy, <laughs> that was a fucking banging match. <laughs> um, so yeah, Fightful has confirmed um, the Wrestling Observer's reports in regards to Andrade originally being scheduled to win the AAA Mega Championship at Triple Mania. Um, Meltzer reported that the AW that AW has control over Kenny's finishes and. Um, that chat backstage at AAA indicated that Andrade had been aware that he was slated to win the title at one point, but that was changed along the way at the request of AEW. Um, several within AAA were speculating the change may have been due to like the quickly evolving nature of AEW with Christian winning the Impact title off Kenny on the Rampage debut, uh, Page being out of action and the influx of new talent that wasn't confirmed, but that wasn't confirmed to Fightful. Um Several wrestlers backstage at Head AAA was informed of this as far back as early July, possibly sooner. And there's still some names being discussed for Kenny's next opponent, opponents, with the company thinking El Higo Vikingo, 
um, and also, uh, but not uh, Psycho Clown, and also uh, Andrade rematch in the cards as well. Yeah, it makes sense. Take it off him that quickly within a week of losing the Impact Championship within to a day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's been a bit of a um, like a knock-on effect here, hasn't it? So like this all stemmed apparently from Hangman deciding. Well, he told the company a few months back that he wanted to take some time off around the birth of his child. Mm-hmm. So it appears that the original plan was going to be Hangman versus um, Kenny at All Out. Obviously, they've had to pivot from that into Christian. They put the Impact title on Christian. Christian is now we haven't mentioned this, but Christian actually retired the TNA title. Oh, has he? At the, the recent tapings, yeah, he handed it to Dave Penzer. Okay. And literally got rid of it. So Kenny's already lost a belt without him doing anything. Just gone. Just gone into the ether. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was Nakazawa's one as well, so he's fucked. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, so obviously we've had this... Uh, yeah, um, yeah, obviously, understandably, AW, because this, I mean, this, this, was, this was unique, because even though it was on an AW show for an AW title, this was a match between... Sorry, Triple H show or Triple H title. This is a match between two full-time AEW talents. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, AEW have full control over the over the booking of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I yeah. thought that Kenny was going to drop it, I'll be honest. <clears throat> I thought it would have been a good kind of story beat to have Kenny drop that belt to Andrade. And then AEW could have shown like a recap of it on uh, Dynamite this week and then have like any kind of like unravel in a bit more I think it if would, Kenny got right well, it would have been a nice story for Christian because Christian's promos he's been cutting like after he won the title it's been like well I'm in Kenny's head now I've beaten him I know how to beat him I've broken him mm. and if it was like if he put Kenny on this I mean if he put Kenny on this like mini slide where he like he beats him then he loses another belt and then you get like unhinged Kenny and that's I think I still think they do belty belt at, uh, at all out and Kenny gets the belt back mm. you think? I think so I think I think I think they just put on Christian so that they could have some heel because they, they haven't had any um, any heel because Kenny's been running through all the faces on Impact. They haven't had any heel challenges coming up with Impact for the last like sort of six months, I think. So yeah, that's true. And then they gave the one heel match to fucking Brian Myers. But what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> um, sticking with uh, that match from AAA Mania, according to the Sportster. Omega only learned of Flair's involvement in the title match when he arrived in Mexico. Upon learning of this, Kenny then uh, pitched dropping the belt to Andrade, but his plan was turned down by Triple A management, not AEW management. Triple A will probably like, yeah, we've agreed with Tony for this. Tony will shout, (laughs) we're not allowed. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I mean, there's the other side of it where like, unless Kenny had like literally said to Tony, look, I've decided to drop the belt. I, I imagine like, that could have caused a bit of a rift between the two companies. Mm. Yeah. I mean, so uh, the word on this is apparently Kenny just thought it would be a really nice, like, to make it a big deal because Flair's there, you know, Andrade's yeah. there. He thought it'd be like, it'd make it a really special event if he, if he dropped the title. But I'm, I'm guessing it was just a bit too late in the day as well for them to, like, change the booking. Maybe they have, like, long term booking plans for someone else. Maybe they'd already promised someone else is going to take it off Kenny and they've mm. booked. Maybe, maybe they've given it to Vikingo or you don't know, do you? Maybe they've said, maybe they've yeah. already, maybe they've already booked the, the, the next champion and they don't want to derail those plans well there's there's already a tease that we're getting Rouge first Kenny for it Oof. that'll be fucking <laughs> oh, heavy breathing Docus. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be spicy yep okay 
So, oh, I get the one with all the hard words. <laughs> <laughs> Days after departing from CMLL, NGD, that is New Generation Dynamite, made up of El, El Cuatero, Forestero, and Sanson, showed up at Triple Mania and attacked Mr. Iguana, apparently. Top lad, um, following his victory in Copper Triple. I mean, I don't even know if any of these words are real. Copper <laughs> <laughs> Triple Mania. They became aligned with La Empresa, a group of CMLL invaders. It was announced on August 10th that CMLL and NGD came to a mutual parting. Quotes. The group held the Trios Championships, and El Curatero also served as the middleweight champion. So there you go. If you're a big CMLL mark, then I, I did my research on this for this one because obviously I put it in there. Um, so the first off the Copa Triple Main is like a battle royal for a cup. Uh, Mr. Guana is literally a guy who wears all green and has his face painted green and sticks his tongue a lot. And he, they did an absolute mess. Oh, on, Lucas on him. He doesn't have a mask. <laughs> doesn't have a mask. Um, yeah, he, he, he did an absolute murder on pretty badass. Uh, so, and. NGD are basically like the equivalent. It's like the equivalent of like the New Day showing up in AEW tomorrow. Right, like, okay. That's that's what this is. That's why it's like such a big Bloody story. Well, like, oh, this is more because historically went AAA like a breakaway from CMLL back in the day. Yeah, yeah, and um, as is, like these these three were like three of the top guys in CMLL. The contract inspired, and then a couple of days later, they showed up in AAA. So it's a it's a fucking. So what, what you're saying is wow. this: this this is the Mexican New World Order, basically. Yes, La Embra La Empresa is literally the NWO and AAA. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so when Sting showing up? Jeff Farm is already there, mate. <laughs> Stang, <laughs> they, they get Stang, they get his non-union Mexican equivalent. But yeah, so it, it's it, it's a very 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 big deal. Um, and yeah, the beatdown they did. Was fucking done so in a way to make them a big deal like they literally beat the shit out of like anyone who got near the ring they were like they had like um they had people who were um like just ring crew coming out and just getting like pulled away by medics because they were getting beaten up by these guys okay, okay. yeah and the, the finish it was like it was like a weird like uh, look like a bit like a magic killer but then one of them come off the top and did like a double stomp as they were going down oh jesus okay look, yeah. I'll I'll send you the video. It looked fucking nasty. I'll stick it on Discord in a bit. Um, if you'd like to see that video, join our Discord. Uh, I'll take a Yeah. Moving on. Um, Fightful has confirmed that former NWA TV champion, the outlandish Zicky Dice, has signed a multiple deal, multi-year deal. Easy for me to say. Say multiple deals. You see the Brandon Cutler impact. No, he's not the Brandon Cutler impact. <laughs> With uh, Impact Wrestling. Um, he's appeared on this week's set of tapings in a tag team match and will initially be part of the Brian Myers Sam Beal group Manny Lemons whoever that is also appeared in the role um, though the uh, Fightful are un- unsure of his status Dice elected to leave NWA after initially asking for his release last summer but also but allowed his contract to expire at the end of 2020 um, he's a very 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 charismatic guy well, he, popped up, he, he popped up on Dark a while back didn't he, Another, he, he popped up on Dark got a bad murder done to him by Lance Archer um, and yeah he was actually trained by Seth Rollins as well yeah um, very entertaining he had a really good feud with Ricky Starks and um, NWA over the uh, TV title which was how he won it um, 
Just the guy that looks a little bit like Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, but he's yeah. like tattooed and he, he dresses yeah. like a fucking character out of Miami Vice most of the time. <laughs> and he comes out with a fanny pack. Um, That's it. Very, very, very good wrestler. Very good wrestler. Very good character. Um, perfect fit, fit for Impact as well. Um, nice. I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see what Zicky Dice does in Impact. Sweet. Uh, yeah, Fightful has learned that uh, Jessica McKay and Cassie Lee, uh, Cassie Lee rather, uh, formerly known as the Iconics, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, uh, have been active in the free agent market, though we don't know where they'll land. However, they were told that the Iconics had interest from Impact Wrestling recently, but for now it doesn't appear that the deal has been made. However, Fightful have heard that there is interest from a new wrestling program scheduled for the fall. McKay and Lee will require visas to remain in the States, which they're told uh, wouldn't have been uh, an issue for either company to procure. That's exciting. Wherever they go, oh, it's exciting. Does, they're so does, good. Does Lee not have a green card from Marion Jones Spears? That's a point. You'd assume so. Jesse McKay is married to an American fellow as well, I think. So you'd assume she would as well. I mean, this, this, may, this, this, is Biden, this is Biden's America now. This isn't Trump. We're not supporting people anymore. Mm. <laughs> may, maybe it's maybe it's like still like a knock-on effect from that. You know? I mean, it might, maybe, um, they need to work, maybe they need to work. If they yeah. If they want to work. But like to remain? Like, you wouldn't think they'd not be able to remain. Yeah. Who knows? Um, well, Sean Spears is Canadian, isn't he? Not American. Ah, uh, yeah. So maybe that's, maybe it's the same thing. Maybe because neither of them are actually US citizens. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I, I'm interested about the new wrestling program schedule for. Yeah, four. that's that's the real like takeaway from this, isn't it? Mm. Is that there's what? Didn't um, Lita and Gail Kim and I think Mickey James were planning on doing a. They had a crowdfunding. Yeah, they had a crowdfund, didn't they? Um, mm, because really? like, they do a podcast with Joe Carvalho, don't they? Where they all talk yes. about. Like women in wrestling, and like they, I think the whole group had like a, a sort of thing together where they were gonna, yeah, try and start something. I think the crowdfunder failed fairly spectacularly. Yeah, but so. um, but you never know; they might have found investment somewhere else. You know, that, I can't think like I've like I've heard nothing. I mean, we're not we're not like we're not fucking um, so much happy, are we? But you know, yeah. there's been there's been no rumblings anywhere about about a new promotion starting up or anything like that. The only other thing I can think of, maybe, is obviously NWA have got their Empower show uh, next weekend. Are they going to spin off into a brand? Are they going to spin off into a brand? Maybe they could like do like a separate um, like women's show. Yeah, um, I'd be down for that. That'd be, that'd be good. Yeah, or then the other stuff, like the, the other possibilities, the Ring of Honor are doing their women's... Uh, the, well, Women of Honor... Uh, tournament at the moment. Maybe they'll do Women of Honor as a brand as well. That'd be pretty um, cool. Didn't Ring of Honor have like? Well, was it, did they? Was it? They had a partnership with Shimmer, didn't they? At one point. Yeah, they. I think they owned Shimmer. Yeah. Where is Shimmer based? Are they American or Japanese? Uh, they're American. American. But Who am like, I thinking? Oh, is it Stardom that are Japanese? I think it's Stardom. Yeah. That's like, they're, they're like the New Japan equivalents, aren't they? Like. Yeah, yeah. They're owned by New Japan as well. Right, um, right. Yeah, Shimmer's like basically was. The women's equivalent of Ring of Honor, okay. and lo- loads of uh, loads of women who are in NXT and AW now. Actually, you, you go watch Ruby Shimmer Soho show. was in Shimmer, wasn't she? Yeah, so you was watch, Bailey. You so go watch the Shimmer Show from like five, ten years ago, and you're going to see everyone you know nowadays. Just 
yeah. taking like the stiffest bumps in the crowd. Taking to the crowd, it was fist fucking nuts. <laughs> there was a match I saw that was on their uh, YouTube channel the other day, and it was I think it was Sheeda versus someone. I was like, what? They wrestled? It was crazy. Um, I remember like, back in the day I saw a match. I think it was it was Chile and Melissa versus I think Hamada, maybe, and they were literally suplexing each other onto like banquet style chairs onto the top of them. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was horrendous, <laughs> but also really good. So yeah, Shim is very good, very very good. Worth yeah. worth checking out if you get a chance. Uh, right, stick with New Japan then. Um, and there's there may be a there may be a shortage of Nando's in the UK, but that won't that won't affect this man because Will Ospreay made a surprise appearance at New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. This was the American based pay per view, right? Mm-hmm. That took place mm-hmm. last weekend, um, yeah. where. Yeah. Amongst other things, Tanahashi beats Lance Archer for the IWGP US title. Go Ace! Go Ace! Um, so he addressed his absence from the promotion. Obviously, he was um, away with an injury, a fairly serious injury, uh, like a neck injury. Did he break his neck? Did I he... think so. Or it, it, he, near he, enough. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, did, did the neck injury. So basically, Osprey announced that he was medically cleared from his neck injury, which he suffered in May. So broke his neck in May, medically cleared in August. Like top lad. It's fucking he's on that Cena energy for recovery. It's the power of Piri Piri, mate. <laughs> Best we go um, for extra hot. Shite bag if you're Dinny. Oh yeah, he, he goes extra hot and he gets the he gets the sauce on the side as well. Uh, he's an absolute lad. Top, top lad. <laughs> Cheekiest man those, mate. Uh, so basically he teased being in the G1 tournament, uh, but then saying he wasn't going to compete in that. Uh, he then expressed his frustration, rightly so, really, at being stripped of the IWGP World Heavyweight title after missing four months and noted that John Moxley was allowed to keep the IWGP US title despite not defending it for an entire year. He said that Shingo Takaji is a fake champion, called him the interim IWGP World Heavyweight champion before pulling out his version of the belt, calling himself the real I- I'm saying the word IWGP too many times here. <laughs> pulling out the re- calling himself the real IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So basically it was it's it's sort of the um the situation that they had with the Cruiserweight Tag Championship in yeah. last year. Devlin and, and Escobar. And if you want to go all the way back uh to the situation we had in WWE ten years ago where the Silver Punk where Punk came back with the real <laughs> title belt. <laughs> Just to get another CM Punk reference in there, you know. Got it. Not, um, not <laughs> so yeah, basically, Osprey said he was basically going to make his home at New Japan Pro Wrestling strong, which is interesting because it means he's going to be um, American-based for a little bit. Mm. Mm. It's interesting to note, obviously, because is he still with um, Blood and Both? Yes. Who's in the UK? She's now moved to the UK. Yeah, so maybe, I don't know, is it easier for them to see each other if he's in America? Uh, maybe this is a personal thing. The thing with Strong is, though, as well. Um, so I, I know there was a, a report a while back about a lot of the imports in New Japan being unhappy about, like, obviously, the fact that Japan's in a much worse state than a lot of other places because of COVID and not, not being happy about the travel, like, back and forth. Um, which is why we've got guys like Jay White as well who are just all, all of a sudden doing stuff in Impact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I assume he's probably just he'll probably just be ca- uh, traveling between the U- UK and the US. Yeah, Fair that enough. would be my guess. Yeah. He starts doing UK any dates. Ooh, there's a chance. Ooh. He's already been announced for Repro. Oh, he has. He's facing yeah. uh, what's his name. The guy that's retired already. 
I will get Doug, my Doug Williams. Doug, Doug, is it Doug Williams? Doug Williams, yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doug Williams going to do a murder on Will Osprey. <laughs> Chaos Theory is face-off. <laughs> Chaos Theory, those stupid sunglasses off his face look blurred. Uh, so yeah, that's and again, yeah, he, 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 basically, he basically ended the end of the promo by running down all the talents at the LA Dojo. Uh, he put he had a lot of names in his mouth in this promo. Obviously, Moxley being a big one. Uh, he said something about AW as well. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he said he he said he wasn't going to go wrestle those dweebs in AW or something like that. That's, that's him okay. definitely, definitely wrestling in AEW. <laughs> that means, then. Which means he almost means, certainly will. Yeah. <laughs> that means Will Ospreay is absolutely going to show up in AEW and probably get some kind of like murder done to him by Pentagon. Means to me, John Mox is going to come out the forbidden door of the fucking Babadook and just fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> Pentagon's just going to come in behind him, fucking package trap. Pile driving through the ring, <laughs> doing actual murder on. <laughs> but it won't. It won't be any Penta. It'll be just any Penta. It'll be Pentagon Dark. Oh. And then package pile driving onto thumbtacks. The, the only the only Penta I want now is St Patrick's Day Penta. I've got to say, I want Leprechaun St Patrick's Day Pentagon. <laughs> I, I I want uh, the, I want Biggie Small's throne Penta. That was pretty badass. Yeah, that was mm. nice. That was pretty cool. Nice. Um, sticking with New Japan. Uh, New Japan have also announced at uh, Resurgence that they will be having two shows in California in November. The first event will take place in San Jose, Saturday, November the 13th, and it's called Battle of Battle in the Valley. The second show will happen in Riverside just two days later, and it's called Detonation. John Moxley, Jay White, and Tomohiro Ishii have all been announced for the show so far. Um, nice. They've also... Uh, I think it's before this. They've announced another show now as well, where Lance Archer, Minoru Suzuki, and Ishii are going to be on it. So, not to derail this announcement because this is pretty cool. Remember how they said Moxie was allegedly going to wrestle someone from New Japan uh, um, all out? Yeah. It's Tanahashi, right. you know? And yeah. Well, no, because So, this, this has been a bit of an unfortunate thing. So, um, it's not been reported here, but uh, Bushi and Shingo have both tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And so they've had to be pulled from the New Japan shows. Well, Bushi result, was out before that, wasn't he? He had like pneumonia or something. No, Bushi. No, not Bushi. Oh, Bushi. Oh, sorry. Yeah. My bad. Um, so they've lost a bit from more time. Obviously, Bushi's still mm-hmm. out, so he's not cleared. Uh, so this has basically led to Tanahashi's had to travel back to Japan to defend the title at the pay-per-view because they, they need a bit of star power, basically. Hmm. So there's yeah, a rumour that... Other, so obviously, it was looking like they were going to have Mox v Tanahashi at... Um, all out. I don't know if that's completely fallen through or whether there's still a, an angle there for Mox to wrestle someone. Give us Mox the issue. Say something about Moxley as well on that, though. Yeah, but just give us Moxley issue, please. Give me Moxley Suzuki. Well, we've had Moxley Suzuki. Well, well I on. want it again. Hang on. Because <laughs> the world's got... not recovered yet, mate. Last time we got a fucking pandemic happened, mate. Calm down. <laughs> Hang on. We, 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 there's some potential news on that coming up in a bit that might wet your appetite. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, just a quick one sticking with New Japan. Uh, they've announced that the G1 Climax 31 will be starting on September the 18th and will broadcast live in English for the first time. Woo! Lovely stuff. Whoop, whoop. That's good because yeah. it's always an arse ache having to wait a couple of days, obviously, hear the results yeah. and then just to watch it in English commentary. Mm. I mean, you don't it's, have to watch it in English commentary. It's still going to be like, on like 7 in the morning, but you know. Yeah, but that's what I mean. You can get up and then just throw it on. Yeah. yeah. Come on, mate. Play the game. 
Uh, okay, so speaking of people making long-awaited returns, Fucking um, the NWA <laughs> have announced that Ric Flair will appear at NWA 73. Nature's coming home. Fucking that's huge. I wonder if he got the train back. Oh, wow. I was about to say that, but no. I was, I was going to bring that up, but it's too cursed. I couldn't. <laughs> nature put nature a rhino trains, mate. <laughs> Choo-choo! <laughs> oh, mate. He only, he only chows down in prom private jets. <laughs> he did. He did say uh, on an interview that he, he that uh, public transport is beneath him. Yeah, he only tra- travels by limousine and jet. Of course, he I does. would. I, I would fully believe that. To be fair, yeah, yeah. No lies detected. Living the gimmick. No wonder he's fucking always broke. <laughs> Rick, Rick Flair is going to put fucking Nick Aldis in the figure four. Make him understand. Take that belt Rick. off him. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's just sweating because Cena might be getting 17. <laughs> <laughs> he's, gonna pull, he's just going to low blow Nick Aldis and put the thing for. Got to see what's to the head, mate. Got to uh, keep him. <laughs> he can't have the record broken. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> he's been fairly vocal that he feels that like he's not done with his in-ring stuff yet as well. There was a picture he, he put up the other day in the gym of him. He still looks pretty fucking beefy. He looks pretty swell. Well, he, has, he has said on numerous occasions that he literally wants to die in the ring. <laughs> he, he's yeah. um, he's already as well, like I said, he wants a match with Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> and to, to be fair, that'll be fun. Ric Flair's <laughs> going to be the one that busts out of the fucking One Wing Angel, isn't he? Ah, he'd go right. into business for himself, wouldn't he? <laughs> to, put this in, to, to, put this, to put this in perspective, right, ten years ago when he was an Impact, every time he took a back body drop, I thought he just wasn't going to come back down. I thought, yeah. his soul, I thought his soul was going to stay up there. It was the end. Um, and this is 10, now he's 10 years older and he hasn't wrestled in 10 years. <laughs> and he, I mean, this is like a sting thing. He looks in like better shape now than he did 10 years ago. Yeah. That's mad. Like he's been, he's been hitting well, the gym. Like he's, like again, if, if you want to talk about the mad wrestling things that I've grown to love in 2021, it's the bromance between Flair and Andrade. Yeah. Yeah. Like watching them on like Andrade's like social media, like Andrade suplexed them into a pool and then just like rubbing out in the gym together and like <laughs> all the stuff. It's it's just so much fun. Yeah. He's absolutely gonna show up as part of Andrade's faction, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I know it was a couple of weeks ago, but um Meltzer's basically said it's a matter of time for a player to show up in AW pretty much. Awesome. I, I think I think he might might debut at all out. Make the difference against Pac. Get Good the shout. win. Good yeah. shout. Low blow pack. Um also, uh, Darby Allen has said that he wants to have him and Sting versus Andrade and Flair at some point, which will be fucking awesome. Fucking yeah. hell. That'd be great. Wow. Um, Sting can turn on Flair. Or Flair can turn on Sting one last time. Should be yeah. <laughs> have Robocop come and save Sting. <laughs> Everything comes full circle. Um, speaking of uh, robotic cops, um, Minoru Suzuki has been announced for four GCW shows in September and October. Will also be appearing on New Japan Strong. Right. Yes, okay. Boy. So remember that thing we said about Moxley earlier? Um, yeah. He's appearing at four GCW shows. They've announced two of them so far. So the two they've announced is highest in the room on Friday, September the 17th in Los Angeles. Yeah. And Get Lost a Lot on Friday, September the 24th in Melrose Ballroom in Queens, New York. Now, that is two days after the Arthur Ashe show that AW running. Oh. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there's All, a chance. Also, um, Jay White's in Chicago tonight, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Which I'm sure is absolutely nothing to do with anything. 
So just, that, that's why that's why my theory was Jay White's probably going to show up and attack Mox. It's just there for a deep pan pizza, nothing else. Yeah, just do this for love making angry noises at deep pan pizzas. Just, New York lo- just love Chicago town pizzas, mate. That's it. Nothing else. Um, Don't worry about it. I mean, the, first off, there's a lot to unpack here with Minoru Suzuki and GCW. Who the fuck's going to... Are they going to actually book Suzuki versus Nick Gage? Is Jesus that going to happen? Wept. Every time, you say, every, every, every time you say that, Aaron just doubles over in pure pleasure. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's just felt a twinge in his stomach and he doesn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> made, made, made happy Aaron noises. <laughs> um, yeah, like that, I mean, that that would be wild to be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, also, there's like Minoru Suzuki versus Ricky Shane Page. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. That would be very nice. Um, and last time uh, Suzuki was actually booked for GCW, there was a match that got cancelled, which we might get, uh, which was Minoru Suzuki versus Orange Cassidy. Oh, wow. Which that was wow. that was meant to be on spring break when it got cancelled because of COVID. Considering um, I've seen Minoru Suzuki wrestle like Kaiju, I think you can, you can pull it off. Yeah. Suzuki's right. book. Suzuki's like the most evil man on the planet. He's fine. Yeah. Um, with, with a lovely sock collection. Yeah. Check out his well, Instagram game. I mean, look at him. He literally looks like the boss from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah. Also, there there is the, uh, the there is the whole possibility of a uh, Suzuki versus the Deathmatch King, Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. That would be nice. Exciting um, times. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, Finally, for the rest of the world and for news today, uh, PWG have announced the full card for three Mendes, four uh, or five, six. 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 That's it. Roman numerals. Uh, There's the PWG World Championship match, which is Bandido, current champion, versus Davey Richards. Malachi Black and Brody King versus Demonic Flamita and Black Taurus. Alex Shelley versus Jonathan Gresham, which I assume is for the pure championship. No. Not just just a one on one. Just an exhibition match. I just think it's going to have a big fight. Fucking delightful. Uh, Jack Cartwheel, Dante Martin, and Alex Zane versus Jake Atlas, Trey Miguel, and Myron Reed. Uh, AJ Gray versus JD Drake versus Lee Moriarty. Yes, please. Uh, Aramis and Ray Horus versus Dragon Lee and Laredo Kid. And finally, Tony Deppin versus Evil Uno. Oh boy! Uh, there is no round with that card. Adam. There is nope. not a single match on that card that I don't want to see. Yeah, yeah. Give it me now. I, I'm, I'm liking as well. Like, there's a lot of AEW guys on there. Obviously, yeah, man. Uh, Excalibur co-owns uh, PWG, so that's why yeah. they've got that relationship. But yeah, yeah. It, it. One of the things that was I was kind of worried about was, oh shit, what if like AEW like now you can't use them? You do it, Dickhead. Or like <laughs> if um. Like Ring of Honor, we're like, oh, well, you know, we don't have working relationships with them, so you can't use them. Yeah, yeah. There's a hell of a lot of like little dream matches just peppered in there. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm a very excited boy. Indeed. Can't wait I mean, to watch that easy next a, year. On an, on an AW, like leaning note, obviously, because that's what I am. It's great to see like Dante Martin getting that sort of experience, which would be great for him. Yeah. Agreed. Um, uh, uh, do we have a um, timetable on Darius's return? He was around, wasn't he? He's been at Tabin's recently because he's been tweeting about it. 
Yeah, but I know it was a bad injury, and he, he obviously was having for some time. It was a serious knee injury, like. But yeah. I don't know how long he's been out for. Is more the issue. Feels like it's been forever, doesn't it? Like it feels like a long ass time. That's going to be a banging one to watch, though. Uh, that takes place on Sunday, the twenty sixth of September. Yeah, yeah can I watch it? Oh. Yeah. yeah, you've got to, you've got to wait till they put it on the streaming service or on fucking DVD. Wow, wait for Excalibur oh. to get his that, DVD burner working. That's that's how <laughs> that's how they get around um, the whole like exclusivity thing with their streaming rights. So the it is what it is. People get people get annoyed about it. You, hopefully, the forbidden door will be wide enough open that we get live PWG show, PWG shows one day. But yeah, yeah. Until then, that's the true like final boss of the forbidden door. In it is to get PWG yeah. live. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the end game. That's the end game. And then one day, John Cena showing up in PWG. That's the dream. <laughs> Imagine John Cena in front of that crowd. Jesus wept. Eat my life, beautiful. <laughs> and that's that. Just <laughs> chunky, chunky news. It was good stuff. Yeah. So that was a big one. That, and, big one. Mean, and that's not even like accounting for what might happen this weekend. Yeah, bloody hell! It might yeah, be well, the second we, one on Sunday. <laughs> we might, we might have to do like a fucking surprise motherfucker one on Monday. We'll have to see. <laughs> yeah, might have to do like a little breakdown of the weekend's events on Monday. Mm-hmm. We get enough stuff. Yeah, but yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. If you have any news you want to let us know, any hot hot scoops, stick it on um, our Discord over at uh, Untitled Rest Pod. And if you share it, if you share it early enough, Troy will share it two hours later as well. That's right, doing, doing a Troy. Troy. <laughs> Tosses. Hey, hey on. people have started doing Troys on there now. Brilliant. And if you yeah. share it straight away, uh, Jay said he can come into his Tesco and take anything you want off the shelves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially on days I'm recording podcasts because I'm not there and it doesn't affect me. Um, <laughs> you, tell me you, want, you, want, you want like a bottle of Malibu? Fucking have it, mate. It's fine. Go for it. Fill your boots. Go for it. You <laughs> might, you might sandwich. Don't even itself. think about it. Just take it. No worries. <laughs> it's Tesco, mate. They're not going to miss it. It's all yours. <laughs> you want to steal an onion? Don't worry about it. Drop in the ocean. Take two. Take two. Yeah. Take a bag. I'll give you one myself. <laughs> sweet yeah. thanks for listening guys much appreciated we'll catch up with you next time bye. bye and now a word from our sponsors do you like beer of course you do do you like wrestling you wouldn't be here if you didn't check out topropebrewing.com our very own big tasties brewery they do a great deal of wrestling themed beers including cold stone cream Austin ice cream pale ale and papa mango mango pale ale also they also do an array of t-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out toprobrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to test out your cancer charities. You must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.